TC and Jake. Tonight, Tom Hanks! Will Ferrell! And musical guest, Neil Young! Featuring Max Weinberg and the Tonight Show fans! TC and Jake. Yeah, I, I now remember why I don't play that one. It's because I don't have uh, music at the end of it. Yeah, I can't hear anything. That's what I got to say. What do you mean? I can't. You didn't, I didn't hear, hear the open? open? Well, it was great. You would have loved it. <laughs> Won't this be a problem when you're playing audio? Uh, nah, I can fix it. Now Now that you've informed me of this, we can uh, we can work around it. It was the, uh, it was the Conan Open. Which uh, makes clear that I've had 10 years to uh, put music under it and just haven't yeah. gotten around to it. You don't, yeah, we're going to have, you don't sound right. Uh, it's fine. I sound right now, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. I, n- I know how to, how to, to, to fix my mistakes. Um, <laughs> you remember that uh, Conan, uh, the Kimmel thing, the whatever, so... I don't even know if people remember the Conan thing in general at this point. It was a long time ago. We've got younger listeners coming in all the time. Um, But uh, whenever... So Jay Leno still had a show on NBC. Uh, He'd given up his time slot, but like on Thursdays... Or was it every single day? Uh, It was every day at 9 o'clock Central. So they would run Jay, then they would run the news, then they would run Conan. Yeah, and it was like a half-hour thing. But he's still doing his show, and, you know, uh, in retrospect, if I were Conan, I would be worried about the fact he still had a staff and a <laughs> studio and everything else. Very. Um, but uh, it, as, like, the battle was going on, where NBC was like, Conan's ratings suck, uh, we want to get Jay back, and Jay was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Um he had Kimmel, Jay had Kimmel on and asked him like, it was like a, every guest got like five wacky questions or something. God, Jay sucks. And uh, he <laughs> would ask Kimmel questions and it'd be like, what's the best gift anyone's ever given you? Something like that. And then Kimmel would be like, I remember whenever you gave Conan the gift of your show and then you took it back. Do you remember that? <laughs> that was yeah, a great time. I, yeah, I probably need someone to write the late show but for that they did bill carter the, wrote a book about that time it's fucking awesome yeah okay yeah the same See, guy who wrote the late shift uh wrote another book about that entire saga okay yeah because that one's more interesting to me um because honestly i never really thought as a long time conan fan an old conan fan an old head an old head from the days of uh watching after the olympics and when they would run the graphic that said no one's watching. Yeah. Because their show was on at like 2.30 a.m. New York time. I always knew this shit ain't going to work at 10.30. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, I don't know that anything works at 10.30. You know, I, I think that compared to Jay's ratings of the heyday, like, it's all just a fucking morass. Yeah, but what I mean, you know what I mean, though, like yeah. just the, uh, catering to my grandfather who will still watch Jimmy Fallon. I'm like, so are they going to run this this bear that jerks off out here? I think if Jimmy like, Fallon gets ratings, then uh, then then maybe we shouldn't have ratings. Yeah, but the, exactly. But that's the thing is that maybe nobody should care what somebody who's 63 thinks is funny because it's not. Um, yeah, but they show the same stuff on my TV. They show on theirs. 
Right, yeah, I just think the stakes are a little higher when you're on right after the news. And I'm like, well, what makes this guy funny is exactly what makes him not funny to these people. And it's not that he, you know, wants to be fucking milk toast Jimmy Fallon. I mean, I can't explain to you exactly why the FedEx Pope is funny. But I know it's hilarious and I know that Jay Leno would never do it. Yeah. Uh, and I know that Jimmy Fallon, uh, you know, the funny, yeah, the ah, what a disaster, man. Jimmy Fallon, how did we let that happen? We shouldn't have. And you're over here saying it's good. No, no, I'm just saying that I uh, I know something I think is funny is not going to work at 10.30 slash 11.30. That it's was not a like bad Dave idea. Letterman is something you don't think is funny. I kind of feel like he was like the last vestige of subversive comedy in prime time. Yeah, but like he, you know, his ratings were fine. CBS was pretty happy with him. Yeah, but he was getting smashed by Jay for like the last ten years of his career, like just destroyed. I don't, I don't think that's accurate. I, he was behind him, but like you know, it, it was not in the position where CBS was like, "Jesus Christ, we got to do something about this." I think that they were plenty happy with the situation. They were able to sell say, ads on that show too. I'm going to say doubled up. I'll take. A, I remember, I I'll, remember I'll, this I'll being a, a regular entertainment news topic. And uh, it was not it was not competitive, yeah. and that made me feel good. What? That I knew that something funny is probably something that's less lowest common denominator. Like it was a rare time where I'm like, oh, those ratings make total sense. Yeah. Like of course they of yeah of course fucking Leno is beating his ass because Leno's for dummies. <laughs> it made sense to me. So I am a. I I feel like we could talk about Love Is Blind uh, this whole time and uh, and play your audio. I'm not trying to muscle out your audio. Um, so I don't know how often we usually just jump into the topic. And if you have other things, I don't want to uh, prevent you from uh, relaying anecdotes from your life. But what a show! Oh man, it's so good. It's so okay. So real quick here, when was Dave done? Uh, certainly a time. I'm trying to see here. There's actually a very great graphic here that shows. Um, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty damn close to double, man. Although maybe this is this, you know what this is accounting for Fallon. <laughs> like even Fallon was beating Letterman. That makes no fucking sense. But I guess that's uh, this all makes this all actually does make sense. Um, and really, if they would have just put Love is Blind up there, uh, that would have crushed all of them. This ha- infographic is great, though, because it shows all of the shows that come on before and after them as well. Like, uh, here's the little graphic for uh, last, last Call with Carson Daly. No, like all the late night shows. Okay. Uh, here's uh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson was great. That's a good. Yeah, show. I remember us having a lot of beef about Craig Ferguson. I don't think it was uh, beef so much as like you know, I was right. Here's uh, August '09 to you August. You disrespected Jeff, the talking skeleton. <laughs> August, oh my god! What How a is terrible history bit. going to treat you? Uh, Not from well. O- October '09 to August 2011, um, on the uh, BET network, we had the late night show known as um, the Monique Show. See, that's what we should have been watching. From November 09 to August 2011, probably up against that on TBS, we had Lopez Tonight. Mm, yeah, that was wild. <laughs> you want to talk about somebody who was riding the fucking wave of like uh, ethnic humor made popular by Dave Chappelle? I don't think he was very good. What if we tried it with a Latino? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Yes, right back into Jessica. So, uh, you, you told me that you did not watch the uh, reunion episode, and for the purposes of this podcast, that is just fine, uh, because, you know, it's mainly like reviewing stuff that had already happened, and then uh, asking people for their reaction on it, but for the purposes of your life, you need to see it, man. You know, in fact, I only actually started watching the show after I saw some clips from the reunion show, okay. and I was like, whoa. Did you, did you see like Amber some... talking to Jessica? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, so I'm like, okay, we got some juice here. We got a little something I can work with. And that, and it makes no sense because I haven't seen that actual episode yet. But that is when I thought, okay, we got some conflict here. We got, we got some real conflict. I'm in. I almost think it's messed up to uh, show anyone that as a promotional thing because I, I would identify that as uh, possibly the high point of the show. Well, just, you know, ha- Amber having uh, had a chance to see uh, exactly what Jessica was saying to <laughs> her uh, her dude um, and, and had some thoughts about it. You know, clearly it uh, had composed herself, made a couple of mental notes of what I'm going to say the next time I see that bitch and uh, let him out. Let them out. Do we know how long the duration in between was? Because I don't know about you, but anytime... It was more than a year. Um, oh, more than a year. Well, that is extra fucking uh, hot. Because if you give me more than a week to think about something I'm going to say to somebody, it definitely does not get more refined. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's a, a year from whenever they watched uh, like all the, the, the cuts of the episodes and everything. Um, but like several of them make reference to like, uh, you know, whenever we met more than a year ago, you know, that kind of stuff. Mark even says a year and a half, but I'm going to say Mark's an unreliable narrator. I don't have a super high opinion of Mark. Fucking puppy dog, right? Yeah. I I just, I I don't think he's a bad guy. No, he's Um, not. But that's like, that's his problem. Like, I'm not saying you should be a worse guy, but like fucking teeth. Yeah. If you like cock of the year you you get what you demand mark like uh you know um if if you're just willing to roll over and take anything that's probably what you're gonna get whenever whenever the the girl is saying like uh you know that that she's like fucking absolutely horny for the other dude to propose to her and then you're just like yeah i'll take the scraps once he made another choice like then then everything that comes after that it's just fucking you know you shouldn't be surprised. Right. You kind of asked for it. You, yeah, I you fucking, did ask for it a bit. I would say the most uh, the most cringy shit in this show was was that whole dynamic. Oh, like absolutely. Just watching him. Yeah. And, 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 and frankly, um, you know, if he wasn't doing it for a woman that was 10 years older than him now, she looks like uh, Craig Ferguson's sidekick. <laughs> Oh, come on. She's a fucking bag of bones. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was up and down, but I I would say overall that I would I find Jessica to be an attractive person. Boy, not me, man. That looks I mean, now certainly she's got a, a nice career, might be le- might let you suckle at the financial teat a little bit. Yeah, that all that stuff like where they're they're not forefronting it, but like I'm doing my little sleuthing in the background of like works seventy hour work weeks at a tech company, has a home in Atlanta that I would estimate costs at least half a million dollars, and is like you know living in it by herself. And then whenever at the end she was like, you know, if I had met him on the outside, known how young he was, or that he's a personal trainer, <laughs> then yeah. uh, I don't know that I would have. Uh, yeah, it's that's. I, I didn't really fault her for like what she said after their after their like non wedding. Whenever she was like, "No, I can't do it." I like yeah. you know I, I understand that everyone out there wanted me to say yes, but like I gotta live with that for the rest of my life. Uh, I if if I worked hard to uh, get a really nice job and in uh, all all of the various other things in her life, um, I just don't know. Like I don't know. The people who are not obsessed with uh, things like status and uh, stuff like that are probably happier people, and maybe I should just give myself up to dating personal trainers, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could. I think it would nag at me. Well, you know, what's interesting, the the dichotomy here is that she's right. If they met on the outside, they definitely would not have uh, gotten engaged, but if they went on the outside, she definitely, despite not letting him uh, have sex with her or not having sex with him uh, while they were uh, engaged, had they met on the outside one night in Atlanta, she definitely would have let him wear her the fuck out and not remembered it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she seems to get in the spot. She makes me look like a good drunk, dude. She's fucking like, I guarantee you, there were times where they showed her on this show when they hit the final cut that she does not remember. Like she looked fucking blackout for yeah. half the time she was on camera. The bachelorette party thing where she's like, 
you scream like it's a it's like a burlesque show or something and there's a host up there and uh they're like if you need anything let your waiters know and she just yells out like we want an appetizer yeah <laughs> yeah and when she's like trying to 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 kind of like she fucking stepped way too close to the Wataga throne that same night and almost caught a vicious fucking nine route from Amber. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amber got, uh, I, I kind of wanted to, uh, I, I did not have the foresight to do this, but I just wanted to play like the entire thing of her speaking directly to the camera that night and yes. uh, see how long you could make it. Oh, it was bad, it dude. Yeah. I'm married. I'm married. I'm getting married. But like, yeah. Back to back to getting cucked. If you're gonna do it in the way that he was doing it, I would say he might be genius in that he was like, all right, look, I like this girl. But also, if I can convince her to like me. Might have a bit of a fucking gravy train on my hands here, so got to give it I, your all. Yeah, I yeah. understand that I'm second, maybe third option here. I understand that she wants no part of me, and everyone else is talking about uh, fucking getting sex, but and I'm not. But I might have a gold mine on my hands here to at least bridge me until whenever I can launch my fitness app. So. I'm just gonna kind of hold off on this. So and maybe I, I know. Yeah. I know people like it. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's that. I'm just trying to offer that maybe he's somewhat of a, a quiet, evil genius in the cuck's clothing. When I know deep down, he's probably just a fucking pussy. Yeah, I, I, I think he. I, I just there's there's a species of person that like once they're in a relationship, like uh, the the only thing that could be bad that could happen is the relationship failing like them being mistreated um you know like uh fighting all of the time like all Getting of those are acceptable outcomes uh the only unacceptable outcome is the relationship failing and you know like i i, I don't know i i just think like uh i i do not agree with that mindset i i think that um you know you you relationships can great bring you great joy uh they've brought great joy to my life i'm uh, I'm, I'm happy to be in one but uh you, you don't need it man like there's there's plenty of instances where you're going to be happier uh outside of it and that that should be the goal the goal should not be to make a successful relationship or have a good marriage the goal should be to be happy whatever that you know means for you don't Just give Mitch. A, don't give Mitch a second contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, it's a yeah it's sunk cost, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I don't really have anything else on the two of them other than it was the easiest shit ever to see coming, and they kind of like you know roped you in a little bit with like, oh, but now she might actually kind of like him. But man, when he had to go back to the, we're gonna talk and have a date where we can't see each other, just like back in the pods. It was fucking curtains for him. And that might even have what got him inside the other curtains, but you knew it was over that day. Like he had he had no shot after that. And you know another Boy, thing. Well, I thought dude, that was a good Hail Mary. I, I respected that attempt. <laughs> it's still a Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, but I like mean, uh, by by that point, it's not like his chances were good. It's not like this made him worse. This made him much better. It's just that you know, I guess it is a time whenever all can see that, like uh, you know, it's it's not going good. I don't know. I I like the entire time um, felt very much so that uh, like I to get into another thing and then circle back to this. Uh, I wish that they would have had much more time in the pods. I I thought that the uh, the dynamic of the show and like just the um like very fucking uh animal nature of the living in a house with several other people who are competing for the exact same pool of people that you're competing for uh was fucking great and that dynamic of like uh you know that you could see that like she was all of her actions throughout all of jessica's actions throughout were that of a person who was very very nervous about uh ending up that show with no one like that. She thought that would be by far the worst outcome that she'd rather be with like, you know, some fucking slob than uh, then, then leave this whole thing. Having said like, no one wants me. So she kind of starts from there, then uh, has this chance 
of uh, getting at Barnett, which I think that she would think, and you know, probably the way it played out and everything would be uh, the big prize, which like that's its own thing because he's a fucking lunk and like you know, good 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 luck uh, waking up next to that every day, but uh, you know, she other people wanted him. Other, the rest of the group was indicating that their consensus was that Barnett was valuable. And so if she could convince Barnett to leave with her, it would be a validation of her as the most, uh, you know, uh, attractive person there, you know, not, not physically, obviously, since they can't see each other, but just like, it would be saying you're the best one. Um, right. and so whenever she's got the chance at that, like she's willing to mortgage everything for it. Um, and then, you know, like has the conversation with Mark where she's like, yeah, there's just things we can't get her I just can't get around the fact that you're like uh, 10 years younger than me and probably also you're couldn't get around the fact that, you know, uh, he, he was not the one that was constantly being talked about by the others as the most attractive mate. And um, that was before they knew that he was a fucking uh, at best combo guard. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was depressing, man. How much they came back to that. I find myself thinking like, you know what? I got a fucking weird body, but goddamn, this dude is fit. He's nice, and the mere fact that she saw him and he's like five six, she's like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> yes, yes, that 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 clearly went on, and um, I don't I don't know that I have a strong opinion one way or the other about uh, how he looks, but uh, my watching partner certainly did, and it was negative. Megan, yeah, uh, kind would, of a cro cro magnon. Like yeah. if there if, if there was a, a very Quasimodo is what she if went there was with. A, yeah, like a very attractive subhuman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is not necessarily a compliment, but I guess you'd have to put him up against a very unattractive, fully developed through uh, through evolution human. To, to I mean, he's not you know he's fit at least I guess. Yeah, I mean, you would assume since he's a trainer. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she she's got this chance at Barnett. Really excited about that. That everyone's going to know she's the best one. Uh, misses on that and is like, well, I don't want to go from that to like everyone thinking I'm unlovable. And uh, also, I really like being on TV. So <laughs> I'm going to just like do whatever the fuck, you know. And yeah, that's a good point because if you don't get in, if you don't agree to get engaged at all, you're just cooked. And I'd love to know the backstory on that dozen or so people that were in the background. I uh, I miss Rory. Rory, Rory was uh, was a real rising star in my book, and I guess the producers felt otherwise. Yeah, I don't even know which one he was, but some of them seemed like he they was were in the there. background like twice. It's okay, just, the, the, some of the guys got a little more likable as the show went on, but whenever we were in the pod stage, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to watch several more episodes of these fucking idiots. They just all, they just talked dumb. They just fucking seemed like just absolute, like, like, like my nightmare would be like stuck on a plane sitting next to them with them wanting to talk, you know? Okay. Like, yeah. This is exactly the guy I was thinking of. And, and Rory seemed like, uh, the one who would at least like politely shut the fuck up. If you were <laughs> on a plane next to him, <laughs> he kind of seemed like he was there only to go. So what are you going to do, bro? He, he was, yeah. They, they never showed him, like, in with one of the girls. It was just always, right. like, whenever another guy who someone cared about got done with the date, <laughs> Rory would come in and be like, I bet you killed it. <laughs> what a fucking hype, man. What yeah. a hype, man. And then, uh, you know, probably my favorite uh, interaction of the whole season was when uh, – Really, the forty-eight hours surrounding the guy telling his uh, his fiance that he, he used to he used to have sex with guys. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Pretty problematic on a lot of fronts, but they uh, they replayed their like uh, big like uh you've been slipping and then i've not been slipping your wig's been slipping exchange <laughs> and uh it's fucking great i mean she throws like a pina colada at him she does she tosses her ring in the pool <laughs> you know it's one of those deals with reality tv shows where clearly he told the people who were in charge of production like hey yeah you know i'm probably gonna have to tell somebody at some point that i'm bi or that i used to be and they're like perfect <laughs> because yeah. it just doesn't make any sense like otherwise like yeah dude that's gonna come up and he happened to i think probably pick the worst person you possibly could on the show to tell that to she didn't seem particularly open with uh you know like i, I think she probably would have called uh, dennis rodman a slur mm, mm, mm. 
I, that, that does seem possible. You know, yeah. whatever, it was just like something that was hanging in the air as like we all knew that eventually he was going to tell her. I thought that that was going to go more directly worse than it did. Like that her being like, with dudes? Oh, fuck no. But she she played, and this is the smart angle, even if you have a, a bigoted heart, I would I would recommend uh, trying this this argument. Um, because like it's it's one that uh, someone who uh, is, is legitimately open-minded about those sorts of things would still have, in my opinion, which is to be like, I thought that we were supposed to be honest whenever we were talking with each other. I, I said yes to your proposal and left with you because I thought I knew all of the major relevant details about you. And now it turns out that you've been dishonest about some of those. Uh, like by omission, you know, not, not directly. Right. Um, I, I, I do think that that would be like, all right, you know, now, now what's the next thing, you know, like sure. if, if, if you've got some secrets you're hiding, then I don't know how big, you know, the other secrets are that you, that you won't tell me. So like, it's, it's difficult to move forward, which is more or less what she said, but, uh, they, they just both, uh, had that conversation with a lot sharper angles. Very combustible. <laughs> yeah. Pina, yeah. Col- pork, pina colada's got to be the worst drink to have thrown on you, too. I don't think that either of them, certainly at this time in their lives, are set up for successful relationships. And him especially, I just kind of be like, uh, you know, so, some people just kind of uh, live alone <laughs> their whole life. Like the second that she gets, that they get to Mexico and he's like wearing the daddy hat and he's like, yeah, I want you to call me that. And also like, don't talk to other guys. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I just don't think that that's like a successful long-term recipe. She's like, I'm a fucking NBA dancer. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, I'm going to talk to some other guys <laughs> and, yeah. and and you're going to be lucky if it's talk. Okay. Yeah. Some of them are going to put up 18 and nine and then they're going to fucking bury me. And then I'm going to remind you that you're bisexual and that's how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of recipes for success in there. Uh, let's see. I didn't like take notes on this because as I was watching, it, I didn't know we'd talk about it, but, uh, I'm a big fan of Giannina. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> man, that's a, that's a particular brand of crazy that I, I find attractive. I, I can't do it. I, I would say the exact opposite. That is a particular brand of crazy that I, I, I cannot tolerate. You know, th- there's some kinds of crazy that I enjoy. Um, you know, Amber, for Jessica. example. Oh, yeah, Amber, yeah. Uh, you know, even Jessica, like, uh, you know, somewhat. Um, but, like, just the... Dude, I would have hit a wall whenever the whole thing of, like, uh, her being, like, you never initiate anything. Like, I, uh, man, I, I just got no fucking space for that conversation. Like, I don't know. If you if you are like expecting me to like anticipate like what you're thinking in your head whenever it's like not an easily anticipatable thing and then like fucking faulting me because I didn't like read your mind like I not not doing that you know like if you're the kind of person who really needs someone to read your mind then I, I would suggest another mate than me uh, and like him being like something about like uh, you know I just there was. It hurt. It ended in her. I don't remember how she got to saying this, but her being like, "Exactly, it's never spontaneous." Like that. That part of the argument. Like, I just. I. I had to walk out of the room and compose myself. I was. I was just getting too upset, being putting myself in his spot. Yeah, but what about the part where he was like, "Yeah, I haven't told you this, but I really hate how much you use the word goddamn." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking grow up, bro. I was like fucking shaking my head like, what did I just hear? Um, and another thing, you use the GD too much. Yeah. And, and also, Damien's MAGA. He's got to be. Oh, when he obviously, was like, dude. Yeah, when he was like, uh, so, you know, it doesn't seem like you're ever going to change your views on politics. And she's like, no, probably not. He's like, well, I mean, He's like, I just never? find that objectionable. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. dude, you're you're 27, she's 25. Like, big deal. Your your role here is not to try to convince her about trickle down economics or whatever. If she wants to use the word goddamn, and she wants you to put her on the kitchen countertop every now and then, well, Damien, you're in the wrong spot. He's a white male in Georgia, man. What 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 can you do? I guess that's um, true. It is weird how they like just picked from Georgia, right? 
Yeah, especially when that was not like telegraphed beforehand. Right. Like a lot of those, like uh, Mark and Jessica were talking about like, like I, I got from what, from their exchange that they lived in Illinois. When I think that was from there. Yeah, yeah, both of them were from there and, and you know, lived in Atlanta now. But yeah, it's, it's not like they said, here's a show about some people from Atlanta. They right. just like yeah, five episodes in were that. like, oh, by the way, they all live in Atlanta. That must be like a budget thing. Like that somebody had this idea and was like, I can do this and I, you know, I'm producing it here out of Atlanta where there's a ton of media companies, but they don't have the budget to do a nationwide 12 casting call search like the batch does. It would also be tough the uh, the latter half where they're they've left Mexico. Like right. if those people live, you know, like like all you know, over. Yeah, if like I've got a job in fucking New York and she's got a job in LA, like what are we gonna do? And and just yeah. like the long term, like even if you were connecting with someone, I think that there's plenty of people who have had relationships with people that they connected with very strongly, but like, you know, lived five hours apart and we're like yeah i just you know i i I like you but i don't like you as much as i like the balance of the rest of my life so i'm going to end this relationship um and so i i I think that that would have been too big a dynamic if like you know it's like boy i I love talking with you but i don't love talking you have to leave everything so uh now the show looks like it failed because i'm not going to date you after two weeks yeah um probably the biggest shocker for me was that uh that uh kelly and kenny didn't work out yeah Maybe like the, the widest couple i've ever seen in my entire life and that felt like it was destined for them to be uh like the show ends with them uh i don't know speaking at a middle school together i mean both like just it it was it was the same dynamic as jessica and mark i feel like that became clear as it went along where like she just wasn't feeling it um but they're just less messy people you know and and yeah, there wasn't true. and there wasn't the the thing of like another person being involved it was just her being like boy i can't really see myself spending my whole life with someone who looks like that and like i've it, got some decent shit going on over here at the end uh they like in, in the final thing in the uh, reunion episode is uh nick and vanessa lachey which by the way uh get them the fuck off you, uh, don't, I don't get the role. I mean, they're they're trying to do the uh, who's who's the, uh, the what's the Chris in in Bachelor Chris Harrison. Yeah, they're trying to be the Chris Harrison, um, and, and thankfully the way they've structured this show, there's there's a lot less of them than there is of Chris Harrison. Um, but they're they're just bad. I, I, I don't know. It's it's more Nick. Nick's just fucking. I, I'm, I'm mad every time he opens his mouth. Um, a couple different times whenever he walked out, she said something like, what's her What's her name? Vanessa. Vanessa? She was like, I'm Vanessa Lachey. And Nick was like, and y'all know who I am. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely did. <laughs> Obviously, I'm Nick. Uh, I was like, barely 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't think some of these people were born whenever you had a hit. Yeah, it's um, like when uh, they have fucking Donny Osmond or no, not Donny Osmond. Who is it on? We always flub this. Uh, the Vegas singer. Like, uh, was on The Bachelorette, and he's got, like, the fucked up face. Could have been Donny Osmond. He, he sings in Vegas. Nah, it's uh, Wayne Newton. Oh, I don't <laughs> like that, remember. They had, like, Wayne, because, you know, they always have, like, super spare uh, hosts of the date on The Bachelorette, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I guess Fred Willard is here every year. <laughs> and, and, yeah, one time it was Wayne Newton, and everyone's like, and we walk in, and I swear to fucking God, Wayne Newton. <laughs> like, you don't know. You don't have a clue who Wayne Newton is, bro. You're 25. Like, I barely, barely have a cultural touchstone for Wayne Newton. But so at the end, uh, Nick and Vanessa are like, raise your hand if you believe that love is blind. And, you know, they all shoot their hand up. And I'm like, but Kelly clearly broke up with him because she thinks he's ugly. Like, right. That was the whole thing <laughs> i i would say that it's pretty apparent that some people cannot get over it also very disingenuous experience because none of these people were ugly like kenny was ugly like in his own way but like not like uh you know on, on a spectrum it's more like he was a he was a six when everyone else was an eight like they didn't mm. they didn't roll out any twos okay i'll agree with you that uh with that but i think that there's a tighter cluster 
Well, maybe it's a pretty tight cu- cluster on Bachelor and Bachelorette too. But I would say when when Barnett is the fucking apple of everyone's eye, and I've talked to some ladies about this uh, online mm. uh, who are uh, also love is blind enthusiasts. I think Barnett's a six. Like Barnett's like, come on, man. Like some of the dudes you see on Bachelor Bachelorette do not look like real people. Like they look so much so that it's like kind of off putting, but they're like, I would just say the people on the bachelor bachelorette are like 10 and, and Barnett is, yeah. is, is more of an eight. Like Barnett's like, you know, attractive for a regular person. He's not going to be a model. Just let it be known that after a thousand episodes, we're sitting here debating whether or not we can meet in the middle and call Barnett a seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's our, our main, our main dispute here. Cause like, I kind of think uh, G's the hottest girl on this show, and she's like a seven, eight. Yeah, I mean, I I, I found several women on the show to be fairly attractive. I would say Although that she's Lauren definitely actually might in the be the hottest one, but it might also be because she's like really normal. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, th- their whole relationship was like extremely boring to me. Like the that's the, how you know it'll work. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's uh, like the fact that they stacked their marriage last in the marriage thing was was just very anticlimactic. Like I, I did not feel, and I mean, uh, you had spoiled it, but uh, yeah. I, I, even absent that, I, I felt no no tension. Um, you know, the, the stuff of him with her dad was uh, was good. Like I guess relative to their other stuff, but like I don't know, I was I was pretty bored most of the time they were on screen. I was really I, on board with 99% of the things that Cameron did, except for whenever he capitulated and rapped in front of her mom. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was a mistake. That was bad. I'd like to change my vote for the most cringy shit. That very, was very bad. And it was, he didn't really see, I thought he was just going to say no, no. But you don't, you don't want to be in that spot. You don't want to be saying, and I'm rolling with the windows down um, around town to a uh to to really anybody but particularly whenever you're trying to sell a black family on you as a white man bad idea yeah uh i i I, my only wish is that it had been in front of the dad i feel like he would have killed him he would have knocked him the fuck out yeah if he would have if he would have tried to rap in that recording studio he would have that or he would have actually pretended to like liked it recorded it and then embarrassed him (laughs) yeah and uh the producers were really doing him some favors because they put that beat under it uh you gotta remember that was not that music was not there in the room oh um but yeah I, I i felt like the whole thing like uh it, and whatever you know like the point of the show is not actually to uh determine whether or not love is blind the point of the show is to get people to watch and be entertaining um but uh you're, you're not really running much of an experiment here because of the cluster like if uh if, if one of them says yes and then like I walk out like now now we'll now we'll learn some things or you Abby know? and Brittany <laughs> yeah 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 You're like what um, I mean like is if, there, can, can there not be like a single head exemption here <laughs> <laughs> I think you would know whenever two people are talking in the pod you'd have some questions <laughs> I don't know maybe if only one of them's talking <laughs> that's a fine maybe we need to uh pitch netflix on this idea oh my god um but yeah horrible. yeah if, if 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 like you know they they've made a real connection and then big anthony walks out i think that, uh, <laughs> it's big anthony's just sitting there we, we would have learned some things but but yeah th- this is just like oh wow it's the same kind of blandly attractive person that i am uh, yeah. I, can we I mean, make this the- work they had the race card and they had the age card and that's really it yes 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 and uh that was an interesting back and forth between megan and i as we're watching about whether or not like with diamond there were no secrets um but i i think with uh plenty of the contestants it was ambiguous if you closed your eyes about what race they were i wish i would have done that um, because I, I would agree with her and I would say, uh, also with the dude, she, uh, uh, she closed her eyes for one of them and then she got it wrong. So, okay, well, there GC you go. Right. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I, I, for the most part, I mean, I feel like I could have told you Cameron was white, but I don't know about Lauren necessarily. Yeah. See, I, I, I think Lauren, it would have been, you know, could have gone either way. I think half the audience would have been wrong, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Giannina is saying, you know, every time that you say that this is the best sex you ever had, have you ever noticed that I don't was quite a thing. Yeah, that's a fucking, 
<clears throat> That'll sink a ship right there. <laughs> That's the, it's tough to ever regain confidence after that. Because then after that, it's like, oh, you're just saying it now because you said before that it wasn't. And, like, you got to go out in public with this person after they've just just absolutely yanked your little dick out and jerked you off in front of all those people. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It, you know, he, like... I think that he's kind of a he, he he's a trooper. I, I I respect him some for that, Damien. Like I don't know. I I just would have been out a lot earlier, and and he legitimately appears to be like I, he's just an optimistic guy. Like you know, may, maybe we can bridge this gap. And I, I I think that fundamentally, like if if people argue like the way that they argued, like uh that that's never like never gonna happen again. You know, like like you can you can get better. But I, I, I guess my, my thesis would be, like, you can get, like, 5% better at anything. You can't get, like, 90% better at anything. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to have arguments like some of the ones they had over the course of the rest of their life. And, like, if it were me, like, I, I have no place in my life for arguments like that. I, I, I can't fucking do it. Don't want to do it. Um, and they did reveal in the, uh, the, the year catch-up show that... Uh, those two have been dating this entire year. Yeah, I'm seeing that on the Wikipedia page, which is very hard for me to imagine. I don't um, know. I like like having just said what I just said. I, I feel like the chances are against it. But I did leave for one. I was that was probably the one where I was the most level of surprised. Like at, at various points in the show, I, I was like, okay, they they gotta split up. They have to. Um, but then the way that they had kind of like set it up and like, they were really walking into it on a very high note. Um, I, I thought that he was going to say yes. And then he did not. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And he, uh, but, but then he started doing, yeah. dude, he was fucking trembling. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I'm like, no, oh, okay. That, that ain't good. That's not good. Yeah. I just uh, my general take would be I agree with you that I wish there would have been more because the first few episodes four I guess that shit was actually pretty fresh for reality TV. Yeah, I mean it was it's it's got a million times more intrigue to it than any of the other stupid shit that we've watched, which is for me pretty much just The Bachelor. But uh, it you know that show's just like a roll the ball out. This like actually had a premise. Yeah. Um, no, so it's, I don't it, know. Maybe maybe they'll do that more going forward. I know there's going to be more seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They already said, like, at the end of the other one, it's like season two, 2021. Um, but yeah, I, I, I watch reality TV to, to, to see people behave like animals, and that was uh, peak people behaving like animals. But yeah, I, with, with how close he was to saying yes, I, I kind of left that thinking, like, maybe, maybe they owe it to each other to see, like, six more months of this. How do we feel after that? Like, it, it felt close enough to something that could possibly work. Although, uh, something that was only hinted at, like I, in, in retrospect, it was clear to me that he was going to say no because his parents were not at that wedding and like, they refused to meet with them on the show yeah. and like, they seemed pretty against this whole thing. And I don't know, man, how, how do you do that? Like, how do you get married to someone? Like you just go like not see your family again. Like if they're really against this whole thing, I've always been fascinated by the parent who comes from a different time and place and culture, the parent of the reality TV show contestant. Yeah. Like, and how you try to explain that to them and you're like, well, you know, maybe it'll help my brand, whatever the fuck that is. And maybe on an off chance, I'll meet somebody and I'll at least enjoy it for a while. Like trying to explain that. You know, I think about like if somehow if I were in that situation like 10 years ago, which is roughly the age all these people are trying to explain that to my parents, like there's just no way they would be able to wrap their head around that. I was taken aback by uh, Lauren's dad treating it like, th- like that. This is not like, he's like, well, I know you're a younger generation. <laughs> it's not like everyone in their twenties meets on a reality TV show. That's how we all speed. get married, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. how we all get married. Yeah. Like it got nothing to do with it. Yeah, no, That's I was all. fucking uh, blown away by the, you say goddamn too much. Yeah, and the, and the other thing, like, I guess I'm kind of confusing this now, too, with even, like, the end of Peter's season of The Bachelor, but it's weird to me. I remember pretty early on, um, like, having conversations about religious views with Kristen. 
and really anybody that I've probably ever dated. Like, I'm going to be pretty sure. upfront with you here. Like, this really isn't, you know, this is probably not happening for me. And it's, you know, I was raised this way and I'm, I'm, I respect it and probably got a lot of the same, you know, values that I would have had if I were somebody who claimed this. But I don't think we can get three months into this and me be like, oh, by the way, uh, I'm an atheist. <laughs> yeah. Man, I remember within the first, like, four or five dates that Megan and I had, at some point she was like, do you believe in God? I'm like, <laughs> what do you want me to say to that? I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah no, uh, one thing that I thought was hilarious throughout this is uh, whatever Kelly was, like, kind of consulting with her friends about it, that, like, every single person across several different independent conversations were like, yeah, you just need to do it because every single other person you pick is absolutely fucking terrible. (laughs) This random number generator is honestly better than your judgment. Like her sister was just like weeping at the idea of Kelly having to like go and pick out someone on her own. That wasn't this dude. (laughs) And, uh, Kelly in the in the reunion show, uh, whenever they're like, so what have you been doing from the last year? She was like, well, um, one of the people who are attended our wedding, uh, a friend of mine, we dated for a while, but we're not now. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. She seems intensely boring to me, too. Oh, yeah. No, both so of them. Just, like, oh, just fucking. God, this is fucking bland. Blocks of soy. <laughs> uh, do you watch with the subtitles on? I don't think so no not unless it's uh heavy heavy accents yeah i mean we kind of go back and forth but i i'm i think i made a mistake by uh introducing megan to the concept because now she like definitely wants it every time whereas i'm i'm kind of with you of like if i can understand what they're saying then then i would just as soon uh leave them off because it, it sort of spoils what's what they're about to say in two seconds um but but she wanted to watch it with him and it's not that big of an ejection so uh so we watched it with him and one thing that was fucking great about the subtitles is every time they're playing one of those dumb ass cheesy fucking free songs uh the, the the subtitles would say like uh love is burning starts playing like you're supposed <laughs> to know love is burning ah uh, yes so i've been uh uh just seeing as seeing how far i can push megan before the murder suicide by just uh various points uh just just starting start one of them up and like seeing how long she can go before it gets to the chorus and she realizes that i'm playing one of the love one of the love is blind songs again they're real songs you can find some of them on itunes yeah 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 see because every like that's the thing other thing about bachelor bachelorette is just how spare all the music that they have them go see is oh yeah and i guess it's just a matter of budget and you can't you know you can't get fucking uncle cracker in here for every episode but dude how much money they make off this fucking show don't give me this budget bullshit well, I mean, they. I've read interviews with a dude who did this one, and he said we had no idea this thing was going to do these types of nummies. So, like, yeah, maybe it'll the be better going knows forward. At this point. Yeah, but they're paying Chris Harrison like twenty million a year, or he's paying himself because I think he oh, he's you know he's the executive producer. Yeah, he looked around and said, "What's what's a fair rate to pay Chris Harrison?" Right. Uh, how about like all of it? um i do think one thing to watch if uh if you haven't seen this show and and uh, and somehow want to uh after we've spoiled everything you should um i do think that once they were out of mexico that they were given a directive and this doesn't spoil anything for me like it's fine if they did this it doesn't wreck the show because you know what happens still happened but i think that all of them were told like if you have doubts like just shut the fuck up and get to the wedding like the fact that there were no breakups in Atlanta, right. despite the fact that like, you know, you, you kind of knew where things were heading for Giannina and for Jessica and Mark and even Kelly, you know, I don't know. I guess that one was a little bit of, it was, it would be surprising to me the idea of like, she just doesn't really seem like both of them just don't seem like they would stand up about anything, you know? Um, like they, Kelly and Kenny both seem like they would just kind of go along with, they, they did not seem to have strong views um so that that part was surprising that like she stopped this obvious train wreck before it occurred uh but you know i i I definitely think that uh they were told you know if there's gonna be a breakup like it's it'd be much better for us if it was at the wedding yeah that's true i mean because they even the ones you knew were happening were still kind of (gasps) like yeah like when it did happen yeah yeah no it, it was not i mean very effective use of music 
Yeah. The best use of music is whenever uh, Giannina and uh, Damien were, were having a, uh, a conversation. Like, he was getting real heart-to-heart, and then she picked up her phone, and he stopped talking, and the music was just like, you know, fucking, uh, like like someone had just been shot. <laughs> she picked up her phone, and I'm like, that's, that's what I want. Every single goddamn time I'm trying to say something important, and Megan looks at her phone, I want, I want it from somewhere <laughs> to there to be like... <gasps> Oh my god. <laughs> She's back on the gram. Yeah. Uh let's get to this audio if you don't mind. Yeah, let's do it. Uh I realized I did not number these. This shit is old now. That's the thing about uh when you you know, this press conference was on Friday. It's Trump audio, but it's not really like uh we're not this is not serious shit. So I feel comfortable playing this on Tuesday just because it's flat out hilarious. Uh you know, this one's famous by now, but the disinfectant one. Uh, this is about, about as hard as I've laughed at him. Uh, this little two day, two day or maybe three day jaunt that he went on here. The first one, this one, and we're talking about heat are from Friday. You can stop and start them as you like. So I asked Bill a question that probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. All right, stop so, it there. He's a curious guy. World, the world that he's talking about is medicine. <laughs> I, I do find it interesting. And, and I suppose you could, in a broader sense, medical research, right, and lab testing. And so he says it by, well, this is something that I'm sure all of you are thinking of <laughs> if you're totally in that world, uh, which, first of all, none of them are because they're reporters. But he's saying this is something that, of course, if you're totally in that world, this is what you would be thinking of because I'm really into it. You know, I fancy myself as a little bit of a fucking uh, savant in that field. So I just thought even framing it that way, I'm already on the floor. Yeah, no, it's it's got very much the feel of like, uh, yeah, Sting's been a hero of mine. I don't listen to his music, but you know, just that he's making yes. it. Yes, yes. Like I, I, you know, I find med- medicine very interesting. I don't want to hear anything about it, but like, uh, you know, I, I guess it's good that you people get, you know, do want to hear about it. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. What's the other kind of light that you want to talk about, sir? Uh, like, uh, I don't know, like your phone light. <laughs> Just a very powerful light. <laughs> right. And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I'm I talking about putting a flashlight in your asshole. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's, uh, that's pretty powerful. Uh, Steve, please. That is pretty powerful. Uh, okay. I wanted you to listen to that in full so that whenever we listen to the third one, you can kind of have that fresh in your mind. Yeah. Because he's not being fucking jocular there at all. No. I mean, he just on his own started talking about injecting disinfectant into your lungs. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it reminds me there was a, a movie I saw that I, I doubt that any single other person did. I don't remember being incredibly popular or successful, but it was called uh, The Cure, and it was about um, there's like a, a kid that got AIDS, you know, classic uh, blood transfusion kind of situation. Or maybe he said it was a blood transfusion and he was sucking dick as a nine year old. I don't know. Okay. Um, hey. but so, uh, uh, he, he's got, he's got the AIDS and like, uh, he's got a friend and, um, the friend is like, uh, uh, you know, Hey, we got to figure this out. So they, they're, they're looking for a cure and like, just the, you know, it's, it's two nine-year-olds. Like one of them's like, uh, maybe if we eat Butterfingers till we throw up, it'll fix the AIDS. Like that, that's a, that's a scene in the movie. And, um, <laughs> this really has that energy of like, yeah. well, you know, uh, I've heard that experimenting is good. We learned that in science class. Mm-hmm. Um, let's try anything. You know, I mean, like if you spray Lysol on the uh, counter here, kills the virus. What do you want to do to the virus inside of you? Kill, Kill it. it. Yeah. Like 
show me where this doesn't work we need to test the hypothesis <laughs> yeah yeah just give it a shot the uh the injecting light inside of you thing i do like i'm still not uh exactly clear on it but i i think that there is like some medical that 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 appears to have more of a basis than i understood the first time what? i heard this clip fucking radiation <laughs> i mean but i didn't know how radiation like someone sent us a video of like someone like uh like would look to be like a fiber optic thing just like in someone's skin and i don't know if that's like a crank treatment but like they, they appear to be in a hospital I, I i assume it does have some medical application i don't know i'm not a doctor i was surprised whenever we learned that uh leeches are still in use in in, in mm -hmm. medical <laughs> in medicine in 2020 um but uh you know uh, I, maybe we should give him some slack on that. Then again, I doubt that he really knew that. Well, I, I did hear that like there was uh, some of the uh, like idiots who are in his ear, uh, like the my pillow, like you know, the, 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 an, an analogous person to the my pillow guy, uh, are are big behind this UV thing. Also, the thing that I really wanted to tell you whenever I first heard this audio is uh man and i don't know it's it's not worth playing uh because i can just describe it in two seconds but justin had sent me a clip before this of one of the doctors that he used to work with at the university of michigan went on yeah. like a detroit public radio thing um, and uh there was it was it had a call-in part which like uh why wouldn't it you know <laughs> whenever you got a doctor who uh you know can tell you more about the uh, the largest most pressing issue of like i don't know our entire fucking lifetime why not take calls you went to calls <laughs> yeah he, he did go to calls and uh the first caller was like what if we just inject the UV rays <laughs> and uh, Justin was sending it to us of like, isn't this shit hilarious? Look at these idiots out of here. And then like three days later, the president's like, well, we're looking into injecting UV rays. Well, he kept talking about it. This is more just about how maybe if you go to the beach, uh, maybe that'll just work. Yeah, yeah Mr. President, after the presentation we just saw about the heat and the humidity, is it dangerous for you to make people think they would be safe by going outside in the heat, considering that so many people are dying in Florida, considering that this virus has had an outbreak in Singapore, places that are yeah, hot and are humid? Go. Here we go. The new, the new headline go. is Trump asks people to go outside. That's dangerous. Here we go. Same old group. Uh, you ready? I hope people enjoy the sun. And if it has an impact, okay. that's great. I'm just hearing this. Not really. I hope people enjoy the sun. In what fucking world did you ever think you would hear the leader of the free world say, I hope people enjoy the sun? Like, I can almost promise you I wrote that on, like, a third grade paper. <laughs> <laughs> the sun is good. The sun is hot. I hope people enjoy the sun. The first time, I mean, there's been a rumor that, you know, a very nice rumor that you go outside in the sun or you have heat and it does have an effect. A very nice rumor. <laughs> a very nice rumor. <laughs> saying well, that the, the sun is hot. Says, but now we get it from one of the great laboratories of the world, I have to say. Covers a lot more territory than just this. This is, this is probably an easy thing, relatively speaking, for you. I would like you to speak to possible? the medical doctors to see if there's any way that you can apply light and heat to cure. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Is there any other way for the president to get an answer to this question than telling a reporter, hey, do me a favor, go ask a doctor if you can apply light and heat to cure? Well, to be fair, I think at this part, he's looking over at one of his liaisons, okay. but the way that he says light and heat to cure. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's missing three different parts of speech <laughs> that would have made that work. When, but it's so uh, when much is my left hand? It's just so, it is so, when are your left hand? Light and heat to, to cure. cure. <laughs> oh, God damn, it's so good. <laughs> and maybe you can, maybe you can't. Again, I say maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not a doctor. But I'm like a person that has a good, you know what? <laughs> yeah, we do know that. The uh, heat and the light relative to certain viruses, yes, but relative to this virus, not as a treatment. I mean, certainly fever. 
skill? Is a good thing when you have a fever. It helps your body respond. Mm -hmm. But not as I've not seen heat or light. I, I think it's a great thing to look at. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know. Respectfully, sir, you're the president, yeah. and people tuning into these briefings, they want to get information and guidance and want to know what to do. They're hey, not looking for Phil, rumors. Hey, I'm the president, and you're fake news. And you know what I'll say to you? I'll say very nicely, I know you well. I know you well, because I know the guy. I see what he writes. He's a total faker. So are you ready? Are you pause ready? it, pause it, pause it. Are Did you, you hear this little fucking chirp in the back? What's that? Some 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 little twerp chirped up. He's a good reporter. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, sorry, bro. You're not saving this dude because his fucking entrails have already been dragged all over the press corps room. It is over. He has already been hit with the uh, finish him, and uh, yeah, Scorpion has ripped his entire exoskeleton. <laughs> you can see his spine laying on the ground. What, what good right. is what you're doing? I'm back Someone goes, he's a good reporter. Hey, very nicely. I know you well. I know you well, because I know the guy. I see what he writes. He's a total faker. So are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? It's just a suggestion from a brilliant lab by a very, very smart, perhaps brilliant man. He's talking about sun. He's talking about heat. And you see the numbers. So that's it. That's all I have. I'm just here to present talent. I'm here to present ideas because we want ideas to get rid of this thing. And if heat is good and if sunlight is good, that's a great thing as far as I'm concerned. This is a, a really valuable service because I think that both of us have been wondering for a long time, uh, how would it look if the most serious medical emergency of our time uh, was attempted to be solved by someone who's primarily known for beauty pageants? I'm here to present talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, just, this shouldn't be no problem. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm used to presenting talent. Now, instead of models, it'll be doctors or yeah. other kinds of models. Get or, 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 yeah. And then he does the hand curve thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, One quick I, pelvic thrust. I, I didn't cut it off because you kind of need the visual side of it. Um, but he's got um, this, this uh, doctor up there, an official. And he's having to explain the difference between because Trump's like, okay, well they say you know if it's it's on a surface and it gets hit with heat, kills it, right? Well, what about if a person had it and they get hit with heat? And the guy's like, what well, could potentially kill the germs on the outside of their body that the heat is touching, Mister President? But that and Trump's like, right, right, right. It's it's it, I'm it's with like you so far them having to walk him through this shit. I love it so much, dude. And as it's you can good. tell there... It's a good situation. There was nothing sarcastic about that. There was nothing... He wasn't joking. Like, he heard something, and as the... Well, let's hear him out. Dr. Burks had to explain on uh, on television. That's her name, right? Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, you know, he just Diallo talks things Burks. out. He's... he's <laughs> no, it's not fucking Diallo Burks, although he is one of the classiest guys we have on this team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's like well he was just talking it out out loud and i buy that like someone told him beforehand hey heat might kill this when it gets on surfaces we've we've proven that uh we don't know how that's going to work as far as like when it's on people and we definitely don't know how it's going to work when it's inside of them seems unlikely but he heard that and ran with it and so he's asked about it the next day and this might take the cake Now, I was asking a question sarcastically to reporters like you, just to see what would happen. Now, disinfectant <laughs> for doing this, maybe on the hands. Now, in a vacuum, would you say it's a good use of the presidential podium to uh, to ask it, to to say things just to see what happens? I mean, if I believed him, I would still be hilariously fucking reckless. Uh, that and I posted this on Twitter the other day. The first thing I thought of was when Marshall Henderson, former Ole Miss uh, yes. shooting guard, uh, after Michael Sam was drafted, tweeted like a bunch of super homophobic stuff and was like, "I'm boycotting Sports Center and ESPN." And like two days later, he had a bunch of like bunch of slurs in there. A couple of days later, he was like, "I have a friend who's writing a sociology thesis, and I was actually just a." Uh, 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 participating in a social experiment. Thank you all for playing. <laughs> so good. Marshall Henderson was like 21, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was also, fucking Marshall he was Henderson. not the president at that time. Right, right. But yeah, like, uh, I just imagine him being like, like going up one day and being like, 
hey, Palestine, take a swing at Israel. See what fucking happens. And then, like, uh, the next day being like, ah, I was was just seeing what you guys would say. (laughs) Or, like, three days after the Civil War, Lincoln's like, I'm not going to free him. (laughs) (laughs) Just seeing what you guys are going to (laughs) say. And I was asking the question of the gentleman who was there yesterday, Bill, because when they say that something will last three or four hours or six hours, but if the sun is out or if they use disinfectant, it goes away in less than a minute. Did you hear about this yesterday? But I was asking a sarcastic and a very sarcastic question to the reporters in the room about disinfectant on the inside. But it does kill it and it would kill it on the hands and that would make things much better. That was done in the form of a sarcastic question to the reporters. Okay. See, even there, like I I know that that what we're doing somewhat is uh, playing the audio back to back so you you can see. But you, you almost don't even need it because... He he can't even really stick to the idea it was sarcastic. Right. Like as he's explaining how he was sarcastic, he is once again swayed by might, how good the work. ideas are. Yeah, <laughs> it was totally sarcastic. See you guys freak out, but you should try it because I've heard it might work. Fucking no, 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 no. To look into whether or not sun and disinfectant on the hands, but whether or not sun can help us because <laughs> I mean, whether or not sun can help they've us. done a big study. This is a study. This isn't where he hasn't done it. This is where they've come in with a final report that sun has a massive impact negatively on this fiber. In other words, it does not live well with humidity and it doesn't live well with sun, sunlight, heat. It doesn't live well with heat and sun and disinfectant. And that's what I brought out. And I thought it was clear. Okay, anything else? You thought it was clear. Yeah. You literally, you you going to tell me you thought that was clear. So I thought it was. You guys just fucked it up, though. I laugh really hard, too, whenever he said, I was asking him to see if he thinks sun can help us. Like, I felt like I had been, like, I had been uh, blasted back into, like, uh, hunter-gatherer days where we were praying to Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Son, I am asking. Can oh, son, son help us? Oh, oh, son. Son, I need for cure. <laughs> we, your children of you, son, need cure. Please help us for cure. <laughs> like, he talks. Sometimes he talks like he's doing a fucking cave painting. <laughs> he doesn't have the time to say all those words, dude. He's the president. Then he's like, I was going to ask them to investigate whether or not disinfectant on the hands. I'm like, dude, they do not need to investigate whether soap works. Like, we are all extremely clear on at least one thing here, and it's that soap is helpful. But if what if you put soap in your veins? Could it end this crisis? That was sarcastic. Oh, God damn it. Well... I had a real laugh about that for uh, nonstop over the weekend. Just I probably watched the Friday press conference like three times. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll do it this weekend. But for now, this is my current top ranked um, top ranked moment. I think so. I think I agree with you. Just remember that right before this happened, uh, these motherfuckers took the mint pods off the market. God damn it. That was our big worry. Baron's jewel. Yeah. And now I think these menthol ones are good, but I know that three months ago I thought they were trash. <laughs> that, you know, I, I hope you've learned something about yourself. I know. I know I have, but I could, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm addicted to nicotine is what I've learned. <laughs> you can talk to yourself. No, this, this trash tastes good. <laughs> this is good trash. I'm going to keep eating it. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'll see you Thursday and uh, then Saturday. Indeed. Have a good Later, time. Bro. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.